Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Each week, I interview expert guests and give you practical and simple tips and tools to help you take back control of your mental health and life. In this episode, I interview someone I have admired for a long time and someone who I respect and love to listen to, Jen Hatmaker. Jen and I discuss her new book, Fierce, Free and Full of Fire, the guide to being glorious you. Jen shares some great tips on how to deal with failure, criticism, loss of security and a tribe, loneliness, how to stand bravely for what you believe and how as women we can take up more space and demand more without feeling guilty. Jen also shares her beautiful and brave story. We also discuss how to find your most authentic self and why it is important to challenge assumptions, ask questions and be open-minded. Jen is a New York Times bestselling author, host of the top-ranked podcast, For the Love, in-demand speaker, mom, and one of the most inspirational people you could ever talk to. Thank you for tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and find some answers and solutions to whatever you may be struggling with. During this crisis, it's especially important to pay attention to your mental health, and I want to make sure I am helping however I can. So send us any questions and concerns and follow me on social media to get daily mental health tips, techniques, and strategies. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, please consider leaving a five-star review and keep sharing episodes with friends and family. Lastly, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast and what you are learning and loving. So keep sharing and keep tagging me. Now, on to today's episode. Jen Hatmaker, you're one of my favorite people in the world. I've been your fan for years and you didn't even know it. And that's the nicest part, isn't it? When you know someone's been out there and they've been, I've admired you. You've helped me beyond belief. I've gone through so many challenges too, which we just chatted a little bit about before, but just your strength of character and how you've handled things. I've watched how you've handled things and I've learned from you. And this book you've just released is phenomenal. It's a tool. I cannot wait to read the whole thing. I just know from the little bit, this is powerful and it's helping people. It's going to help women fight what is wrong out there. You just have a very, very amazing way of explaining how to stand up for what's true. And I want to thank you for your courage. And it's an honor to interview you. Uh, What a nice thing to say. Thank you. Thank you. That is so meaningful. All of your words. Thank you for that kindness. 
and thank you for supporting me all these years. Gosh, that I just take that so seriously. And it's just wonderful to hear. And so it's a real joy to be on your show today. And just really proud of your work. Love it. Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited because I know that you and I could talk for probably all day. So we've got 45 minutes. So let's help people with as much as we can because you are filled with wisdom. That's what I was saying to my kids this morning. I'm interviewing Jen Hatmaker. They all know you. I said, your wisdom is amazing. So let's let's get your wisdom out there. Okay, before we begin, tell us a little bit about you and tell us what's not in your bio as well. Because that's always the interesting part. Just, just give us a little background or whatever you feel comfortable telling and what motivates you because you're very motivated to with a very very good message so i'm in texas too i'm in i'm just outside of austin and my husband brand and i have been married for 26 years and we've got five kids wow so quarantine for us is no joke right now <laughs> and so we've got we have two in college and we have two in high school and we have one in middle so that we're up in like in the teen young adult you got the whole range it's a lot and we all have really big personalities in this family so it's a lot of words and a lot of emotions it's a lot of energy and and then i just i i deeply love women and i believe in women and i've been served by them so immensely and so my work is really to serve my community of women primarily and it has tendrils that reach out into other spaces and other communities but i just have this vision for women and i just want us to be free and i just i want us to be whole and i think we've been sold a a, a, a bill of goods for most of our lives and i'm just determined just determined mm. to see some of those systems just crumble and to see women really set free in their hearts and in their minds and then ultimately in their lives. Mm, I love that. It's a, that's incredible. That's just inspiring. And we need that message now so much. We've got to, I, I love, you said something, one of your interviews about how when a woman stands up for herself, it's, they're seen as this, you know, this, what is this like angry feminist sort of thing. And it, it's just so sad that there is that viewpoint of you strong. And, and, and I was giving you an example just before we started of a conversation I was in where I was challenged by the husband saying that, you know, like, cause I was, I mean, I'm very confident in what I do. And, and I wasn't the sweet little mild submissive woman. And I would never would because I don't believe in that you know and it was a challenge that I personally experienced and I and I handled it by standing up and leaving the room I'm not going to sit and argue with someone who is obviously stuck in their way and it was a challenge to the system I know you've really stood up to the system can you speak a little bit about how when a woman is strong it's seen as something wrong you know that is just a message that you and I received so early and so often mm -hmm. I mean I knew I knew before I got out of first grade what a girl was supposed to be like. I knew how she was supposed to act. I already knew what she was supposed to look like. I knew which behaviors were going to be rewarded and which ones were going to be punished. And that really never changed. That's still, that's how girls are treated and that's how women are still treated. And mm. I, I've used the analogy, like, I, I think we learned really, really early on that our primary job was to come into every room and read it immediately, like read the room and give it what it wants, you know? And mm. so it was our job to control the temperature. So if it's getting a little bit too warm for somebody over here, it's our job to fix that. If it's getting mm. a little too cool for someone over here, it's our job to fix that. And so we were supposed to constantly maintain the temperature for everybody else 
except we never even got to set the temperature, right? And Mm. so women know that. We know that and we've been conditioned to behave that way and that that's our kind of role in our families, in our churches, in our corporate spaces, in culture in general. And so I think it's a raw deal and I don't believe it. And I don't, Mm. that system is it's worth dismantling the system of patriarchy and misogyny. And, but the thing is, if we are waiting for the, you know, power differentials are not neutral. They're never neutral. They serve someone at the expense of someone else. Oh, wow. And so so if we, if we are expecting people who are served by unjust systems, the ones mm-hmm. who are at the top, who've always been at the top. It's the very same small group of people. Mm. They are not going to willingly give it up. They're not doing it. They're Mm-mm. not going to concede power and position and authority. And so it's this is on us. It's mm. on us to say no. It's on us to say, no, I have agency over my own life. I have authority mm-hmm. over my own gifts and, and ideas and convictions. And I have a say and who I am and where mm. I'm going. And to your point, sorry, this is a long answer, but no, it's great. looping back around to, to where you started, you know, there is this story that's been around for a really long time, which is women who have authority of their own life, who are um, strong or they're courageous or they don't bend to fear. They're not constantly stabilizing the temperature in every room are yeah. dangerous, right? They're a danger to marriage. They're a danger to family. They're definitely a danger to churches and essentially a danger to the fabric of society. But that is a lie. That, that is, a lie. is not real at all. It's not real at all. And I can tell you the truth that what I've seen in my own life and in the lives of so many women that I love and admire and mm-hmm. respect is that women who are free, these are the best women. Yes. I mean, these mm-hmm. are the greatest, the greatest partners and spouses. They're incredible parents. They're mm-hmm. they're operating out of their gifts and talents and, and yeah. they're they're such incredible servants to the world. Like they're yeah. they're they're the best kind of women. And so the story is a lie. It's just meant to keep us quiet. That's it. Mm. To have for, for a few people at the top to have a little bit of power because it's not even all men that think like that. I mean, the majority of men in this day and age don't feel like that, even though I know it's encultured from young to think like that. These, if I think of my own husband and your husband, I mean, these are like, we, when, for example, when that question was asked to me, my husband's first reaction was, oh, well, Caroline's actually the boss. You know, she owns 51% of our business. And, and that, so see, his automatic response was to go to, I and mean, they were saying, no, no, no. And it was another whole, you know, religious thing. But it, so they, not all men are like that, but there is, and not all women, but there's so many women that are, are, are just, they, they'll get mad if you talk. We, we're going we're gonna to get some women that are angry hearing what we're saying, but we're doing this because we care for women. We care for the, and believe in the power that a woman has to, come alongside each other and alongside we, we, we here for serving humanity you know Jen I'm a, I do deal with quantum physics in my work and there's one of the quantum physicists that I follow who is just a brilliant philosopher too and he says such a simple statement it's not about you it's about you in the world and it's all 
He, or he does all the mathematical and quantum physics calculations showing how you're made of love and how your love is enhanced by other people's love and your, at your most fundamental level you these quantum waves that look like love waves and all of this stuff and it's beautiful because it's deeply spiritual and science is spiritual and they can't be separated two sides of the same coin so when you recognize that we all about enhancing each other and one of my fundamental messages I teach through some of the most advanced brain technology that I use with my research is we are designed to enhance each other we're not designed for competition we're designed for for enhancement and when you enhance waves like on the sea two waves on top of each other will build and we see that in quantum physics so when you operate in love like you and I having this conversation reaching out in love to each other reaching out in love to the viewers and the listeners trying to get them to see things from another we're not threatening people we're just giving people tools to get free in who they who they are when you do that the waves build the love waves build and that literally changes from a most fundamental level your quantum physics level all the way up to translated into your neurological level and that's just one portion of you your spiritual level is big your mind is bigger than the physical but the two then work together so when you use your mind properly your physical benefits immediately and then enhancement happens i'm sorry i just wanted to give you a scientific foundation for oh, what you say you talk all day about that <laughs> that is fascinating to me i am such a student of what science has to teach us about yes. how we were created to thrive and what actually creates flourishing on this earth and between us and among us. It's so interesting. And it's, it's incredibly useful. Like, yes, it is. I, I, I just literally, I just wish you would keep talking. I'm like, and then what happens? <laughs> and then how does it work? Just, well, I feel the same about you. I was going to say, okay, tell me next. What do we do? Tell me what's the next step. Okay. We'll have a few conversations. Jen, we'll have a few. This will be the first of many conversations. And, and I know people are fo following along because we could unpack so many different things there. Okay, so I love what you said there that we're not meant to just change the temperature in the room. We're meant to, how do you put it? You, you have another way of saying that. We're not just meant to change the temperature. No, I, I just, I believe that nobody else is setting the temperature in the room. That's, it's a faulty system yeah. to say these people get all the authority and they get to say what is allowed and they get to say, and, and again, to your po very good point, let's just talk about patriarchy. There's a lot of unjust systems in the world, but in that case, it does a deep disservice to so many men, right? It's not, it is not as if this is an all male, all female. No, it's a equation. small little domination. It's a small group of people it that is. are dominating. The patriarchy has deeply hurt and wounded many, 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 yes. many, many, many men and yes. boys. I mean, yes. boys are getting a raw deal too. They oh, are yes. also told, this is what a boy looks like. This is how a boy mm. acts. This it's is terrible. how a boy is supposed to look. These are the rewarded behaviors for being a boy. And these are the ones that will be punished. They're getting a raw deal too. Terrible. And so really it's in this sense of who am I and how was mm. I created? How do I thrive on this earth? What am I good at? What do I love? What do I care about? How do I connect? What do I need and want? That sort of, that internal work, that inside job is how really all of us find freedom. And, and the, the mm. beautiful thing is once we sort of step into that sincere integrated identity, you know, where there's not, there's not a bunch of different versions of me, you know, I'm not, mm. I'm not this this gin in this room, because yes. I know what gets rewarded, yes. uh, but I'm this gin in this room because they have different rules. And, and then maybe like back here in this one little tiny private room, that's the real me. 
like with yeah. just a, the safest people. That's actually me. Like that is such a disintegrated way to live. And it's, mm. it's so fraudulent and it's not sustainable. Like mm-hmm. that's just not sustainable. It has no integrity to it. Literally no integrity. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. once we live in integrity, once there is one version and that's the, that's the only version, I'm the same me mm-hmm. everywhere all the time. It is amazing how freeing that is, how liberating that is. And I can tell you in my own life, it sort of purged me of fear. So it, mm. fear was the fear was the very thing that kept me from that work. I was too afraid of what I would lose, too afraid mm. of the cost. Mm. But once you decide to go through that work and get to the other side, it actually purges you of the very thing that kept you from it, right? Oh, and so I'm just not brilliant. afraid anymore. I'm just not oh. afraid anymore. Wow. And that's been a process. That's it. That hasn't happened overnight. That's been a couple of years process, hasn't it? At least that. I mean, in some ways, I've been working on this my whole adult life. Yeah, yeah. In other ways, this has been the work I've done in earnest for probably five years. Mm, I always so say when, it, when, when I talk about fears and my new book that you mentioned, that's the book that I needed five years ago. And it's the wow. book that I wish I had. 25 years ago. Oh, told you that. Yeah, me too. I agree with you. I needed that book like 25 years ago. And this book that Jen is talking about is called Fierce, Free and Full of Fire, The Guide to Being Glorious You. And this is going to be in the show notes. And this is a book you just actually have to have in your hands. It's something that everyone needs to have because it is how we should be thinking about being a whole person. The way you say integrating, because we are so good at being chameleons and it is so bad for our brain because on your spiritual level, which I call in, in, in the scientific world, it's called the non-conscious level, which is the area I've researched for 38 years. It's the biggest part of us. It is the truth. It is the truth value of who you are. It's the in, most intelligent, dynamic part of who you are and it deals with truth. So as soon as there's any kind of disconnect or untruth or imbalance in any way, your non-conscious spiritual mind will prompt you it's picked up immediately. We can pick it up on advanced brain technology. We can pick up what your non-conscious mind is doing and what you consciously, we so good consciously is saying, okay, I'll be this in this room. I'll be this in this room. I'll be this in this room, as you so clearly described. But our non-conscious mind is reflecting the disintegration that's happening on a spiritual level. And then our body follows by breaking down because our body can't handle that. So these are, it's real. This is what I've, you know, I didn't know, Jen, that I'd be analyzing my latest clinical trials in the midst of COVID, but I'm so glad I have because I looked at a lot of this stuff very differently. And the, just the stuff that you're talking about now, I mean, we saw this, we saw this disintegration in the brain and how you've got to get mind management back. You've got to get that integration back. And it's a, it's a process of, it's hard. You've got to face those fears, as you said, and you said you've been set free from fear. I mean, that's just like, like the, the fear held you, but now you're not fearful anymore. Can you talk more about that? That is just like powerful. I wish there was a shortcut. You know, I wish that there was some way around. Magic formula. (laughs) I wish there was a magic formula around the cost. Because I know what, I'm thinking about your listeners right now who have a thing that they're thinking about as you and I are having this conversation. So it's, it's something really buried that where the truth is not getting to win. So maybe it's a secret. Maybe it's their marriage, you know, that nobody knows what's really going on. It looks this way, but this is the truth. Maybe it's a kid. Maybe it's, you know, some sort of disintegration in your work. And it, it's this dark, ugh, mm. it presses so hard. Mm. And 
it's so painful to carry, but so scary mm. to disclose. Mm. And so, and, and one thing I always tell my community too, is when it comes to things that are buried, that are fractured, that this is what's actually true, but this is what I'm, I'm saying about it. There is a difference between privacy which we're all entitled to. Yeah. We don't have to yeah. say to everybody no. every true thing. They haven't earned it. You know, no. that's no. that we we are entitled to privacy, but privacy is marked by discretion. But there's a difference between privacy and secrecy, and secrecy is often marked by shame. Oh, that's so good. Wow. Just say that again. That is brilliant. Essentially just that we are entitled to privacy, yeah. which is marked by discretion, which yeah. we should use and exercise. I love it. But secrecy, which is usually marked by shame, will break our hearts. Uh, and and so the thing about saying, I can't say this thing out loud, it, my world would fall apart, right? Or mm. uh, my, my family would freak out. Or I, I can't be honest about this addiction. I'd lose my job. Or I can't say what I really need right now because it will not be received well. It will, I will people, they'll cause me harm. There's real fears to living in integration. And I don't mm. want to soft sell that yeah, because the truth yeah. is if we have lived in such a way that we are, we're burying a lot and we're pretending and we're faking our way through some stuff. And if we decide to reverse that behavior, there isn't, it will cause some turbulence in these little worlds that we have helped tend. And so mm. that's true. Pe- people are not wrong. If they are just thinking, well, it's, mm. I, it's too scary. I'm too afraid. I'm yeah. too afraid of what the results will be. What I want to just tell those people is the, 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 the reward of saying what's true. Like you just mentioned again, when that part of your brain mm-hmm. gets to be free be, and it's not constantly shoving down what's yeah. real in favor of a lie, yeah, that integration is its own reward. Oh, it is absolutely. such a comfort. It is such a comfort like oh. to just be true. And to say what's true and Mm. you can handle whatever it costs to get there. Yes, it might be scary. Yes, there there very well might be some loss built into it. You're you're not wrong. And yes, that might create tension because nobody wants if if your lies of either omission or complicity or silence is helping somebody else live in a dysfunctional or irresponsible way, they're not going to want you Mm. (laughs) to show up for your own life. That's going to disrupt their life. Yes, you become their mirror. Mm -hmm. That's their problem. That's That's, not your problem. It never was your problem. So good. And I always just, it's just really true that somebody is always paying the bill for dishonesty. And so we may think, we may think, well, what I'm doing right now is I'm just keeping the peace. You know, I'm keeping the peace. But the truth is, if that is predicated on a lie, you have no peace. You're robbing uh, yourself of exactly. peace. Exactly. Right? And so if that is not free. That bill we see being paid in the mind goes, the mind separate from the brain, but they're inseparable. So the mind works through the brain, the brain responds. So when you are paying the bill, your brain goes into what we call a red brain. It literally goes into, think of a waterfall versus waves on a beach. Think of all the different waves and the different deep out in the sea, how they have these huge swells and then they change to big breakers and then the little waves on the beach. That's kind of how the energy works in your brain with the different frequencies, alpha, theta, beta, all the different ones. And when you are in a lie, when you're not telling that the bill that you pay, the instead of it going like a wave, you have all of these different frequencies going like a crazy waterfall, like this 
like it's insane and that is very very damaging to every mm. cell of your body right down literally on into a cellular level and and i was showing with my clinical trials now when you when you're operating truth just what you've described when you manage your mind and you get into that level of truth when you get integrity when you start realizing <laughs> i love the paying of the bill constant analogy you change that your brain responds because your brain just does what you tell it to do. So when you start getting mm. honest with yourself, your brain rewires because your brain mm. is neuroplastic. So your brain doesn't control you, you control your brain. And mm. if you don't allow, if you just keep building toxic stuff in your brain, then your brain just keeps feeding back and you just think that you're in a cycle you can't get out of, but you actually are. That's why I try and show with all the visual imagery and things that this is what happens when you get mind management. Like that, 80% changes within short periods of time. It takes longer to sustain. But to, to, I'm just encouraging the listeners that this is there is a time factor involved, but what Jen is saying is it's valid, it's true, it, it does make these structural changes that will affect you. So carry on there. I just wanted to underscore what you said. And it's so, I appreciate you saying that too, because even for the majority of us who are not neuroscientists, we know that our body is keeping the score. When, you know, we know, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my shoulder. I can't sleep. I get sick. So good. Mm-hmm. Like my body is going red flag, yeah. red yeah. flag. Yes. Like we are not okay. And you need to get up here and do some work. Yes. And so it's so true that we have a lot of control over our reactions, what we we think, what Mm -hmm. we decide to believe, Mm -hmm. what we decide we don't believe, and how many of these fake cultural rules we are going to keep following. That's ours. That's our choice. And it's our work. And we're going to pay bills. For that. (laughs) I love that concept. As you know, everyone is facing challenges with the recent virus pandemic. From stress, financial sickness and quarantines, there's not a lot of people who haven't been touched by it. One of the highest risk factors is a weakened immune system. And a lot of what affects that weakened system is determined by your gut health. Gut issues aren't just about bloating and indigestion. They can be the difference between whether you get sick or stay well. To help out, BioOptimizers is giving away a free bottle of their patented proteolytic probiotic P3OM until the end of this month. As you know, I'm a big fan of P3OM and I've talked about it multiple times on this show. P3OM also does something no other probiotic can claim. It has a patent filing that explicitly talks about its research around antiviral capabilities. Go to www.p3om.com forward slash leaf free. That's p3om.com forward slash L-E-A-F-F-R-E-E, all one word. You will automatically get access to your unique coupon code to claim your free bottle. This is limited to one per household and this offer is only available at www.p3om.com forward slash leaf free. The link and offer details will also be in the show notes. So here's how I think about it. I mean, for women who feel like I'm, dis- I, you know, I've got to, I'm disintegrated. You're going to pay one way or another. Yeah. You are. So yeah. you can either pay to sort of remain in bondage or you can pay to be free. So love which it. one do you want to pay? You know, I love it. it's, it's neither, neither one is free. They're both going to cost you something. And so what do you want at the end of that pay, of that, Mm. of that payment? And so for me, 
paying the cost of integration and freedom was the greatest decision of my life. And, and it has created, and this is what I want everybody to hear, because I know they're just thinking, mm. if I said that thing out loud, too much would fall apart. Yeah, yeah. But what I want to tell you is that we don't need to be afraid of truth, even hard truth, mm. even things that are really horrible or hard or humiliating mm. to admit. So we don't need to be afraid of truth because truth is our path to freedom. It really is. That's our only path. We don't have another one. And so that is that I am sorry to say it's the only card we have to play. Love if it. that is, if that's our end game, which is mm-hmm. to be set free in our own life. And what mm-hmm. I want you to hear me say is even when that truth is devastating mm-hmm. on the other side of it is beauty. Ugh. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you it is healing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it looks like recovery. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it looks like a very broken relationship can be mended mm-hmm. or at least you know that it can't be right. So, so not every mm. not every single relationship. And that's can come also back part together. of the truth. Yeah, it's part of the truth. Sometimes the truth means admitting this thing cannot be repaired or shouldn't be repaired. Mm. But in in other cases, when there's something beautiful to build on, truth can set a relationship free. It can be an incredible corrective tool oh. for relationships that have been harmed by a lack of boundaries mm. or by irresponsibility. So on the other side of truth is. That is life. That's where we want to live. That is where we are free. That is where we are absolutely unleashed in our giftings, mm. right? In, in our talents, in our big, incredible thoughts, our big, incredible ideas. Yeah. Like, wh- that's a great world right there. That, that, that's the world I want to live in, where every single human person is flourishing. Ugh. And they are set free to contribute and to love one another well and to do their own internal work. And so mm. I think that's what, that's what interests me. I spent oh. a lot of my life shape-shifting to my subculture because I knew I was good at it. Like I, I knew how to behave there and be incredibly rewarded for it. And I did. And I was. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not Very. interested in that anymore. That doesn't, that didn't serve me then. And it doesn't, it doesn't serve anybody. So with a smile on your face, you were disintegrated because you were shape-shifting. That's right. And I, I was, and let you me were be not clear. Free. I was not free, but I was rewarded. And so mm-hmm. I was rewarded with belonging. That's, mm-hmm. that's part, that's the currency belonging. Mm-hmm. belonging. That's what you get when you behave, but it's what yeah. you lose when you step out of line. That's yep. the, that's what that's that's the price. Mm-hmm. So I was rewarded I with belonging. <laughs> yep, I was rewarded with success and commercial success, with authority and favor. I mean, it worked for me. It was working for me on the outside, but it was mm. breaking me on the inside. And I knew it. Mm, I told I you relate. I was living in this little private room over here, mm. doing a little song and dance out here because I knew, I knew that's how I got to keep my standing. That's how I got to keep my status. But I, you cannot live like that for long. You, no, just you had cannot. a red brain. You had a red brain. You don't want a red but brain. I had, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. No, it's and ultimately imprisoning. I came, I came to this point where I knew, I knew the cost. I'd watched other people pay it. It wasn't a mystery to me. I knew I was going to lose that with integration. But I, I got to this point where I said, Jen, you are either going to get to hang on to your career as you know it, where mm-hmm. you've built it and how you've built it, mm-hmm. or you get your integrity, but you don't get both. They mm. do not, they cannot coexist. 
They are, wow. they are in opposition of each other. And I just, I picked my integrity and, and that even if I lost everything and I didn't know if it would rebuild, I didn't know where I would land. I didn't know where I would go. I didn't know. Total uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Complete uncertainty. Even then, like I said earlier, doing the right thing and being true was its own reward. And Mm. it was, and it was its own, it was my comfort. Mm. It comforted me because Mm. no more red brain. No more red brain. And that was worth it. That was worth it. What you've just described, I think, is going to resonate with so many people. It's resonating with experiences in my own life that we all have our own experiences with parallels. And you said so much stuff that's just so profound. And one of the things that's really hit me, and, and I've heard you say this before too, you felt set free. And that's one of the things I kept saying to to my own family when I changed as well and, and evolved and, and really yeah. started seeing integrating and sure. how I was integrated and then got disintegrated. This is always the mystery to, to that I'm trying to understand in my own life, but then got reintegrated. The freedom mm-hmm. that came, it's like these chains that came off. Now that yeah. came along for you with tons of backlash and you've, and you've integrated, you've indicated that. So, and I'm just reading a question that I wrote because it's such a great question. You wrote about this battle raging inside of yourself and you call that the tension between the you who got all the stars and you've described this perfectly in the evangelical world and they're defending mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter and you went through a personal evolution and you got a lot of backlash. How did you deal with the backlash? So you pretty much described mm. the first part. How did you personally, now you've got mm. to this point where you're free, you're yeah. in the truth, you're integrating, but now the backlash, the the words, yeah. the people that were your friends, ghosting, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, because everyone has had a level of experience of that happening at some point in their lives. And I know that mm. that's, as women, I think especially that happens tremendously when we put ourselves forward in, in whatever we do. How did you yeah. deal with the backlash? Mm. I don't want to gloss over that part. And the loss of tribe and, and insecurity, all that stuff, because it's big. Uh, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And I, I, I feel like I can't tell the story well if I don't include that part. That part tell it. was so painful and tell so Tell it as terrible. much as you want to, if you feel you want to, if you want to just talk around and we have another one. You, sure. You, you decide. Sure. Well, for, for me, of course, it came with just loss upon loss. It was, it wasn't just the sort of loss of my good standing and my evangelical, like women's subculture, you know, as all my, my books were pulled off shelves. One of my books was put out of print. I mean, it was very financially punitive, you know, the places that I would speak and teach that just evaporated in that, at that time. And then just the amount of negative attention that we withstood for so long. I mean, nobody's built to have 10 articles a day posted about them. No. That's just not, we're not meant, we can't stand up under that for long. No, and it's hard. Just, I, I just remember thinking, why, why is this person who lives in Michigan writing about me? You know, like it was just so overwhelming. Mm. It was so overwhelming. And it just felt like the whole, absolutely everything was on fire for a while. But I told myself, and I knew that was going to happen, but it was worse than I thought. Yeah. So that's that's an honest, I, I, it wasn't surprising, but it was- But it was still felt terrible. Shocking. Yes, it was still yeah. shocking and painful. But I, tol- I told myself, it was traumatic. And we know that now, like our counselor has helped us see that and helped us recover. But we both told ourselves on the front end, we're going to stand in this storm. It's going to come and we're going to stand in it. We're not going to walk it back. We're not going to back it down. We are not going to apologize for it or defend it or try to justify it. We're not going to shrink it. 
We're not going to try to make it a little bit more palatable. We're going to stand in the storm and the storm will pass because all storms do. And this one did too. Mm. And boy, I'm glad we made that decision on the front Mm. end. And so, yes, it was painful, but I am telling you the truth. This is not embellished. We lost some things and they hurt and they were sad. Mm. What we have gained, it's tenfold what we lost. I, I feel like right now life is so expansive and so Mm. beautiful. Mm. It's so safe. Like I feel so much safer now Mm. and beautiful. So liberated. I cannot believe the beautiful people that have come into our life, the, the permission we grabbed onto to be spiritually curious. How wonderful, how wonderful to be spiritually curious again, you know, and for that not to be punished, but to kind of be celebrated and in and, and, and dialogue with other really smart, curious people. And yeah. oh, it's just wonderful. It's all just, I feel like it's it gave me best. my face back. It absolutely yes. gave me my face yes. back. Because I was ready to be like, I don't, this whole thing can burn and yeah. I, I will not miss it. <laughs> but now I, I just have a, a much more expansive idea of God and mm. and and what faith looks like in the heart Oof. of a spiritual person and mm. how he loves us and how he finds us i just it all came back to me beautifully so and so <sighs> that i think that's true for i think that's true for all of us oh, i think this I think is our path forward i absolutely absolutely love what you've just said it's so true and it's so profound and it kind of i feel like you're reflecting my experience in words that mm-hmm. better than i could actually say that mm. freedom i don't know how many times a week i say to my kids and my family and my husband i feel free and keep just yesterday i made a comment the people that i'm meeting are yes. just profound these beautiful I, my faith in humanity has been restored you know so all these things that you're saying i totally relate and thank you for your transparency there and what you've mm. and how you've taken this turnaround which has been devastating, traumatic. You went through complete and utter trauma, you and your family, on every level, and how you've turned that around, got through, and poured that experience back into the world in your books and your podcasts and everything you do. So let's come back to your books. I know we've only got a few minutes left, and I want people to really understand that your book is a guide yeah. to being glorious, and you've got you've got tools. You've even got things there, like how to phrase things to stand. I, I thought that was brilliant. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, if you don't know what to say, yeah, I'll, I'll tell yes. you what to say. Yes, <laughs> Talk totally. About this fierce is not a memoir, although my story is definitely in there, and I I think I told the whole truth. But this I said I mentioned earlier, this is the book I wanted. I really needed five years ago when I did not know how to do this work. And so what we did is I literally compiled. I hindsight was a gift to me, so went looked backwards and said, how did I get here? Mm. Who, what is every resource that I used? What did I read? Who was I listening to? What teachers led me well? What bits of wisdom served me? What did my experiences teach me, both good and bad? And I just shoved it all into one book. And so mm. for women who are like, I don't even know how to do this. I don't even know where to start. It's, it's packed with resources and tools. Mm. It's, we, I use my research assistant is a doctor of psychology. And so she brought her incredible expertise to bear. And so it's, it's really researched and a lot of brain science and emotional science. And it's all in there because it's all true. And so, yeah, down to things like, okay, inside this challenging conversation, here's 10 sentences you might want to use. Like here's a prompt. Here's a way you can answer. Here's something you can use as a response. Here are three ways to do this thing. So it's it's useful. I, I love didn't it. want wi- I didn't I want women it. to read a book and just still have walk to work away. it out. Yeah. Yes. Like, 
okay, like I hear you, but now I don't know mm, what, to, what do. to do. I want to be able to say, here, let's do this together. Here's the work that I learned. It's not exhaustive. I don't know everything. It's what I learned and it's what serves me well. They can take that. Yeah, it's like you That's standing right. next to him in the room and saying, this is what you could say. What do you think you should? Can you walk yeah. us through a quick two-minute scenario of, of yeah. an example that you've got in your book? So like if people can get an idea of a technique or a sample of sure, what you've just said. Sure. That'll be so, brilliant. Fierce is organized around five huge ideas in our life, generally where women struggle to tell the whole truth. Who I am, mm-hmm. what I need, we're not mm-hmm. good at that. What I want, we're mm-hmm. also not good at that. We were, you know, women are not supposed to want things. Anything. That- what I want, what I believe, and how I connect. So these are big, huge umbrella areas where women tend to be disintegrated. So for example, one chapter under what I need is I need some help. We have this this instinct to project competency at all times. Mm, with, everything, with everything. <laughs> with everything. We're embarrassed to ask for help. Yeah. We don't think anybody wants to help us. We're overwhelmed to say we need it. We don't want to admit we need help. Mm. I, there's a laundry list of reasons exactly. why we don't tell the truth about that. But I'm telling you, this one will sink you. You know, what happens is we get so far away from the shore that by the time we finally like raise our hand and say, I need some help, we're nobody can see us drowning. Yeah. Mm. And so the whole chapter on I need help is riddled with way, very specific ways on like, this is what happens in the brain when we help. First of all, mm-hmm. we are wired to help one another. Totally. Like, that's how we so I back it up. I back it up with my neurological research. I back you up. Absolutely. We are wired. So first of all, don't believe a lie that help asking for help and giving help is there's something negative inside of no, that. That's good that for actually you. creates joy and community and we're, we're meant to do it. Yeah. We're, our body gives us rewards when we help each other. And then like, here's how to formulate a really good ask. Here's, here's three things that you do before you get, before you ask for help to get your best response and these specific ways to ask and how to back into what you need. And, and, and so mm. I, I put a lot of my own examples in there of, of what helping looks like in my life. And I honestly can't imagine not being in a family and community where helping is a given that we just, mm. that's what we do. We serve what you do. Mm-hmm. probably one of the chapters that's resonating the most is I wrote a chapter on body, uh, talk about disintegrated, the mm. way we think about our bodies and our body image. And mm. this is one of the worst. I mean, this really is one of the is. most insidious places yeah. where we are brokenhearted. Mm. And so I wrote a chapter about our bodies and how mm. I'm learning to honor my body and love her and mm. and Beautiful. acknowledge her. And that chapter, I've never, ever got through it. Not one time, not when I wrote it, not when I edit it, not when I read it in the audiobook, not when I talk about it. It just, it's so tender to me too. And wow. women are writing me about that chapter. Like oh. I am slayed over the body chapter. And so I think the end game is wholeness, right? It's wholeness yes. in all the places where we're kind of fractured. And oh. that's one of them. And so, oh, I hope it serves women. Oh my goodness. Oh, my- no, it, I don't have any doubt. 
of that. Mm. It, it's mm. already doing it and you've already done that. You've already achieved that goal. And, mm. you know, it, and, and what you also challenge people is, is something that I, is close to my heart as well, is that even if they don't totally agree with all the choices uh-huh. that you or I or anyone else has made, you can yeah. still learn from other people. So the wisdom in your book is profound and you don't have to not get it because you maybe don't like something or another. This is in, this is information that we just need as women. That's we just so need as humans. Thank it's you. just yeah, basic stuff that we need to know and 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 that's we're supposed to learn from each other and here's you enhancing yeah. us and as we enhance mm-hmm. each other we improve brain function and we get jealous of each other we cause brain damage so here's right. a way of diving in girls and guys as well to get this because it's something that mm. is going to enhance how we operate as humanity because at the end mm. of the day it's like one epidemiologist i recently interviewed about the pandemic said that for the first time in history humanity is facing the same enemy like this mm. is profound so we let's come together yeah. first time this global humanity is facing the yeah. whole globe all of us so are facing true. the same enemy so we have wow. to come to it's not like the world where everyone is facing right. different enemies we have the same enemy mm. so that analogy into what we what you what you talk what we talked about in this conversation is that we are facing almost like a crisis of us being able to be who we are we need to have integrity again as humans that's i say right. so often and i think that's just in closing and wrapping up because this is just the beginning of conversation i feel like we just mm. touched the tip of the iceberg is that we're becoming human again and i think your book contributes to that of us mm, actually becoming human again you know it's so it's so important okay so how can people get hold of you i didn't even get to half the questions I, it was a start and i hope you'll come back again i think Absolutely. you're amazing and i loved our conversation me too and thank you for asking such good questions and for having me on i am well, on socials, how many gin hat makers can there be? I'm the only one. You know, I, there's one gin hat maker everywhere. And Such it's Such a me. cool name, yeah. Uh, it's just so, there's not another one. And then, of course, Fierce is everywhere. Anywhere books are sold. Love to see if you, I'd love to see you get it from your local bookstores. We're really wanting to keep those afloat right now. Bookshop.org yeah. will connect you with Fantastic. your local. And then there's audio. So, uh, there's so many people consuming audio content, which yes, you and I know. We do podcasts. Yes, I love it, yeah. Um, I, I read the audio book and there's a ton of bonus Good. material in it because I just went off the rails. Like when I wanted to tell my audio listener something, I just told Did. a story right in the middle of it. I'm like, oh, okay, I this love is not that. in the book, I think I must do that when, because I'm finishing my, my 18th book at the moment now. So oh, it's just God. like on the last little legs. Of it. So I think yeah. I'm going to do the audio book. I'm going to do it. I, I, do I, it. I, I haven't done my own audio books ever. I always get someone else and everyone says, oh, you're not uh, American. Why have you got an American person reading your voice? You know, <laughs> but I love that you just threw in some extra bonus uh, stories. Time. That's such time. a good idea. Well, I'm going to listen to it on audio as well. So that's oh, exciting. Oh. Well, thank you so much. And I strongly mm-hmm. recommend you get your hands on the this book and Jen, thanks for your wisdom and your oh. time. It's been precious. Thank you so Mine, for much. For me too. Gosh, I love talking to you. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's an honor. Thank you. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com. And to sign up for my weekly newsletter, where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. 
thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.